Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. As a leader, do you find that your coaching tends to just be all over the place? That it's hit and miss, you're not quite sure, and you get together with the person that you're coaching and you don't feel like you actually make any headway. Well, stick with me because in this week's episode, I'm gonna show you how to change that. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I wanna to continue our conversation around coaching and mentoring others by helping you to get much more value for you and the person that you're coaching in your coaching relationship and the sessions that you have together by unpacking for you the coaching conversation framework. We've already established that coaching is a relationship. It's a partnership where two people, a coach and a coachee, collaborate to get the coachee to where they need to go. We looked at last week being able to set up a relationship environment that allows for that to happen. Coaching is all about having conversations between two human beings where there's powerful questions being asked, where there's active listening and all the things that we established as being vital skills for a coach. However, without having that in some sort of a framework, it just tends to go all over the place. And it's a chat, not a coaching conversation. So let me unpack for you the elements of a great coaching conversation. I'm going to do firstly the key elements of the first conversation that you have, and then I'll come back and tweak that for when we go through subsequent conversations and there's a couple of other elements that we add in. Let's get started. Number one is define the challenge. So the first thing that we want to do as a coach is to get an understanding of what it is that's ahead of them. In the position where they are right now, what is it that's holding them back? And what is it that they see as being their biggest challenge right now? Understanding it through their lens with empathy and getting a clear picture of why this is important to them and why it is that they wanna make this change. The challenge of just going ahead without that clear picture is that your role as the coach is to facilitate everything that's needed to help them to go from there to where they want to go. If you're not clear on the actual challenge and the problems that are going through that, the roadblocks that are holding them back, then you might coach them down the wrong path. It's like that first conversation that the doctor has with you where they look at the symptoms, they ask you what's been going on, what's been happening, and then they're able to take you further into a diagnosis and then 
to the treatment. So being able to determine what the challenge is that you and the coachee are going to work together on is the first step. Number two is determine the outcome. So understanding what's the outcome of this coaching session. What are we doing in this block of coaching that you want to achieve? We understand what the problem is. What are we going to do about it? And specifically in this conversation, what do you need to arrive at at the end of this conversation so that you know what you need to know and feel confident to be able to work through the next part of the journey? You see, coaching is not all about the conversation that you have with your coachee. Where the results come from is what happens between those sessions. And you as the coach need to make sure that you understand where they're going and what they need to be able to get there before you complete the session. So by asking some great questions, you and your coachee can determine the outcome. Number three is to generate some options. Coaching, as I said, is a conversation. And in that conversation, the coach can ask some great questions to generate some ideas from the coachee as to how they might be able to change things. Now, as I said, as a leader, sometimes you can swap your hats and bring in a little bit of mentoring when they're not sure. But coaching is about giving them the opportunity to work out what it is that they could do. What are the options that they have ahead of them so that they can overcome those roadblocks and get that desired outcome. So together, working on that is going to mean that they feel empowered to make the change because there's opportunities there for them to work on. Having the coach there enables them to test the value of those options and see whether or not those options are actually a healthy option or something that goes against what it is that they're wanting to achieve. Number four is to choose a strategy. So now that we know what the problem is and we know what it is that we want to get to uh, instead, we've brainstormed some ideas, now it's time to choose a strategy. That strategy is something that the coachee feels confident will move the needle towards where it is that they want to go. A strategy means that there could be some shifts in thinking and behavior to be able to make that change and to get where it is that they want to go. Having a clear set of steps ahead that is going to overcome those roadblocks and get them to the desired destination, whether that be the next uh, coaching session that you have uh, with them or the meeting that they're having this afternoon with their peers, having a strategy to go into that with is exactly what you as the coach are able to help them to establish before moving on. Number five is to equip them 
with resources. Now we've worked out what the problem is. We know where we want to go. We've got a strategy together. However, even with that strategy, there may be some different mindsets, behaviors, skills that your coachee needs to actually execute that strategy and get the result that they want. A lot of times for me, that's in me being able to do some work in the conversation to say things like, what do you feel you need to shift so that you can do that? Asking a great question like that will bring out of the person that I'm coaching what they feel that they need. Sometimes they don't know, and that's where I can ask permission to give them an insight from my own experience. So making sure that they are equipped with what they need to go on the next leg of their coaching journey. And then number six is to anchor their plan. So in the whole coaching conversation, we've looked at what the challenge was and we've looked at the outcome that they want instead. We've come up with some ideas and picked a strategy and given them what they need to go on that journey. Now, anchoring the plan is all about getting their commitment. There's two things, as I said, that I, as a coach, bring. Support and accountability. So making sure that that plan is anchored with things like putting it in their calendar when they're going to do certain things that they've committed to doing. Having when our check-in is going to be. How will they know that they've got there and how will they let me know? Making sure that it's anchored so that they have everything in place to make it happen and anchoring it around their why. Making sure before the session's finished that they know the value of doing what they say that they're going to do. Coaching's not about the next time we get together me marking the role and checking you off and seeing what it is that you did right and you didn't do, etc. It's about making sure that the clear steps are in place and that you, as the coachee, would then do what it takes because you've got a big reason, your reason for making it happen. And that's exactly the same as what you're going to be doing with the people that you're coaching. So making sure that they understand as you anchor that plan, what does that look like? What does that mean to you? Future pacing in their thinking as if it's already happened. So when that is done, what are you going to have then that you don't have now? So giving them the motivation, internal motivation, to go and actually take the steps. So there you have the elements of a great coaching conversation. Where that changes and adjusts a little bit is when we go into the next session. So what I want to do is start off by checking in and looking at what transpired in the period of time between our last session and today and celebrate the wins. What did you get done? What does that mean? And actually embedding those and extracting the lessons from those so that they can take them forward. Having a look at what they didn't get done that they committed to and why. 
And sometimes the why is legitimate. I didn't get it done because my child was sick and I had to take them to hospital. That's great. That is a win because you put your priorities in place. So at the start of the coaching session, I just want to make sure that we align with where we were up to and we're ready to move forward. At the end of each session, what I want to do is make sure that they commit to what it is that they want to do. And for me, I like to come up with three actions that they want me to keep them accountable for that they're going to do between each session. So a coaching session, as I'm calling it, is a conversation. It's one that's in a framework. It's one that has a destination and a purpose. And by using this framework and adopting that in your coaching and then adapting any of the language that I've used to suit what it is that you're doing is going to mean that you're going to be able to take your coachee from where they are to where they want to go. They're going to see wins and results along the way. They're going to feel more confident in the fact that it's beneficial for them. And it's going to mean that both of you know exactly who you need to be and what you need to do in every session together. So over this month, we've talked about coaching and mentoring others. We've looked at many aspects within that. And I've given you some key areas that you can focus on so that you can go and start a coaching relationship with the people in your team. You can move away from performance review to coaching and developing your team and taking them on a journey of incremental change where they feel better about themselves, where they feel better about the relationship that they have with you. And through that collaboration, your relationship is built even stronger and you both have a mutually beneficial time together and you both see the rewards of that. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we jump into a new competency in relationship management and we talk about ways of building trust. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.